It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and uh, with me this week we have uh, author of uh, An Irrational Hatred of Everything, his fourth in a trilogy of three books about his experience as a West Ham United supporter. It is a wonderful book. Uh, it's a heavy, weighty tome and I'm certainly I'm fast approaching 400 pages in. I'm just at the beginning of the first season in the Thunderdome uh, and uh, it's been a, a hell of a ride and it's Rob Banks. Good evening. Uh, how's it going? Uh, very well, as far as I know. Yeah. Are we talking about life in general or the book? Uh, both. Ah, well, life in general is going Good. very well. Thank you. The book, I'm not. I, I really don't know. Mm. Um, I'm getting some very good feedback. Good. Had some nice reviews. Excellent. Um, sales appear to be okay, but I won't know for a little while. No. Good. Good. Uh, well, I'm very much enjoying it. Also, with me this week, it's. Uh, now, Tim Berners-Lee invented the, the internet principally for two reasons. Uh, pornography, uh, internet dating. Three reasons. Pornography, internet dating, and uh, in order that uh, KUMB, Knees Up Mothers Brown, the best website about West Ham United could conceivably exist. And uh, exist it does, and a huge part of that is because of Gordon Thrower. Good evening. Hello, Gordon. How are you doing? How's the internet doing? Well, it's going very well. Still um, popular? Yeah, People apparently. still into it? I, I still, I'm still wondering if it's going to catch on mm. or last, but yeah, well, we're there. The it's shine not, feels, yeah. feels like the shine's coming off it. Um, well. Zuckerman has to be in court and answer lots of questions about, about uh, affecting election results and stuff. It feels like it might be having its day quite soon. I think, uh, yeah, I think well, by this time next year there'll be no internet. We'll replace it with what? Books? Mm. Talking of which, could yeah. I, before I go any further, I must issue a very, very public apology to the gentleman I write, Mr. Banks, who something like two months ago sent me a review copy of his book 
for me to review on the site, as I do with all books that I'm sent. And I just haven't had a chance to read the damn thing yet. So I do apologise, Rob. I will get around to it That's soon. Okay. I signed it this evening, so you've got yeah. to read so, it here. I'm sure it'll make an ideal Christmas gift. Though. Turn <laughs> Gordon's microphone off. You can't. That's, I'm furious. You can't give it to someone I'm Christmas. furious, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's right. It is the ideal Christmas gift for Indeed. any West Ham orientated human. <laughs> give it, either give it as a West Ham fan to people that don't support West Ham, or... Give it, as a person that I don't care whether you support West Ham or not, to your friend who does support West Ham. It is the perfect game, perfect gift for almost any situation. Or at uh, least it would be had he not signed it with something earlier on this evening, which makes it a little bit difficult to give away. And if you're not, if you're not a West Ham fan, you could buy it and use it to uh, kill a small mammal. Yes, exactly. It is, it's weighty. Yeah. It's yeah. a weighty. One, one is or it, two large ones, actually. Yes, yeah. is, it the, is it the largest of the... Uh, I, thought, I remember Gary Breen being quite a slim tone, relatively. It was... Yeah. Um, Irrational Hatred of Luton was originally bigger than this one, but right. they made me cut it down. Right, um, right. So, yes, it is, it is by yeah. far the... So take that, Brian Williams. Very... Yeah. It looks bigger <laughs> than yours. Very <laughs> easy to read, though. We were trying to um, come up with a strap line for the back um, a few months ago, and one of the... I was checking at, uh, the length of it and thinking whether, well, is, is this normal? Is this normal for, yeah. a, for a book? Is this oh, for a book, 135,000 words? Is that normal? And um, apparently it's, it's longer than To Kill a Mockingbird, but shorter than most of the Harry Potter books, yeah. just to give you an idea. Yeah. I think in the kind of... I, think, I don't know when massive fat books started, but, you know, the correct Jonathan Franzen and all these, you know, like books... That the second book by the secret hits, Donna Tart. That's enormous, The Mockingbird, whatever that book's called. They're, they're, I mean, they really are huge now, aren't they? And, like, you know, Graham Greene books, they're all, like, 180 pages yeah. long or something. And, you know, uh, Catcher in the Rye, Killer Mockingbird, they're all sort of less than 200, aren't they? We're, we're setting the bar quite well today, aren't we? I mean, um, I've been mentioned in the same breath as Tim Berners and, uh, <laughs> yep. and, and Irrational Hatred of Everything, and it's, it's, it's the new To Kill a Mockingbird. My so, knowledge yeah. of the world is pretty much confined to things I've learned from Wikipedia. Oh, so, right. so K-U-M-B it's, and It's Tim only Burns. longer than To Kill a Mockingbird, not necessarily better. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm glad we got that yeah. cleared up. <laughs> yes, that's right. More does doesn't mean better, does no, it? There's like true. there was about nine blokes in Shawadiwadi and and, <laughs> and one in Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan's better than Shawadiwadi. Mm. It doesn't. So solid. He's quite, he's, there were like forty. He's a lot whinier than Shawadiwadi. Much whinier, but I think history has shown that uh, Bob Dylan is possibly a, yeah. a greater artist than Shawadiwadi. 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 You're only eight now, of course. That's right. Yeah. Or it might even be seven. Anyway. Well, that, that's why they had so many spares. They, 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 <laughs> Just a walking yeah, heart yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing everything to avoid talking about football. Natural, right? natural waste. <laughs> no, no, this is normal. Yes, we're... Oh, this, no. <laughs> you all have spotted this delaying tactic as we, uh, as we try and swerve the prospect of talking about Saturday's game of football. During this podcast, we will discuss uh, the game that we played at the weekend against Manchester City. Um, and we will talk about our upcoming uh, trio of three games in eight days. Uh, we've got coming up starting at the weekend at Newcastle. Um, so, to begin with, Manchester City. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, some uh, the point's been made that in a way you would have rather seen a 4-0 defeat playing the Pellegrini way, the way we played on Saturday, than a 4-0 de- defeat mm. playing the Allardyce way a few years ago. And it would have been 4-0 because he would have tried to shut up shop and it, that's difficult to do against Manchester City. Uh, it was, in a funny way, not a bad game. It was an enjoyable game. It felt like we were in it. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand... Um First half as well. Um, there were times when we sort of like pressed them and 
forced them into errors and, you know, it created chances, um, created more chances in the second half. But there was always that nagging feeling at the back of the, the, back of the head that had we actually done something presumptuous like scoring, they might have actually yeah. mm. um, got off their deck chairs. And, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. It might have goaded them. Yeah. Into, so, it had yeah. the feeling of a contractual obligation, the... the the game it was it was yeah. like well we've got to we've got to get get on with this and we might as well mm-hmm. um, uh, we might as well do our best and see what we can do but it yeah. was, it, there was never any uh, before we crossed the line it seemed that you know it was it, yes defeat was a, a in the minds of the players it it didn't seem like a, a particularly strange game of football at the time but but in a sense because we we sort of did press them but they seemed to be able to sort of sidestep that pressure quite effectively so in a way it was two teams playing because we we had plenty of chances it was two teams playing sort of attacking football but one of them putting the ball in the goal four mm. times so i thought we sort of we played if you took any you know sort of seven or eight minute chunk of that game and sort of broadcast it, it would look like two fairly evenly matched teams. They certainly what? didn't pepper our goal with shots, no, did they? No, no. I think actually wasn't exactly overemployed. But mm. um, yeah, I mean, there were times, little spells where, you know, somebody would be on the ball and next thing you'd have um, uh, Dan Garner or Arnautovic, you know, sort of within two feet of him and that would force an error. But then a few minutes later, you'd see them, uh, but they'd been knocking the ball about, and nobody was getting within ten yards. Of no, them, and it was. I, I know it's difficult to keep up that sort of intensity all the way through, but there were times you think, well, look, two minutes ago, you need, you just had a chance there by going up to him and sort of you know, forcing him into playing it quickly. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, why don't you do that again? But I don't. Know. I mean, they 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 are a really good outfit, aren't they? I mean, when when they're when they've got Sane, Aguero. Um, Silver and Sterling as as part of the kind of front four of their team. Yeah, I mean it's it's very hard to play against. They they lean heavily against Fernandinho uh, on Fernandinho, don't they? I wonder what I, I really keep up with enough them enough to know what they do when he doesn't play because he seems to be really instrumental in what they do. Is very good at you know he's. He's got a great sort of attacking edge as well as, you know, what we're discovering with Declan Rice, a very good sort of defensive sort of instinct. For he seems to have got over his um, disciplinary problems as well, didn't he? He was mm. constantly getting booked and sent yeah. off yeah. And he, Fernandinho. Yeah. But uh, he seems to have got over that. I, I think that um, yeah, maybe it was the game was played with one eye on the upcoming games as well. And Possibly, yeah. Although, this one out of the way although we well. seemed to press, we were not, there wasn't the intensity that there was against... Manchester United, or, no. or or is it that the other team play so much better that it makes it look yeah. as though you're not as intense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. it's a very different. Same as at the press conference, and um, Guardiola was was um, yeah, happy with the result. Obviously, four 0 you're not going to turn that down. But um, he, quite rightly, I think, in my opinion, he, he wasn't happy with the performance. He just said, you know, okay, maybe it's the fact we're just back off an international break, and let's mm. face it. Their training ground must be empty um, mm-hmm. <laughs> during the international break. But he, yeah, he, um, yeah, he did say that no, they, they weren't. No, I can't remember the phrase now, but something about them not being as intense. And, yeah, um, but there again, <clears throat> they didn't have to be. Did didn't they? have to be three nil up at yeah, half time. Yeah. You didn't. You, yeah. They just didn't have to be. Um, you know, we had chances and actually sort of better finishes. You know, Antonio is not the best finisher in the world. That you know, he hit the post and hit one straight at the keeper, and, and I think. That those were not those were not chances that uh, that you'd not necessarily score from. You know, mm. I think I think 
I don't know where a, a better player or a player playing better might have put both of those in. And uh, I and felt really make... sorry for him when when he hit the post second half. I mean, he's he's a player who, like Carlton Cole, thrives on confidence. And mm. I think if 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 one goes in for him, then he'll, he, we might see a little bit of the old Antonio. Yeah. Um, at the moment, he's pushing a rock up a hill, isn't he? He's he really... is a bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he doesn't have a lot of car and he doesn't have top-flight sort of technique. There's been a couple of games this season where he's been... You know, there was one quite recently where he, he went through and it was sort of side netting, um, whereas he could have got it on target. Uh, you know, he's sort of swivel and shot... Uh, in the Huddersfield game that led to the equaliser when it came out to Anderson was really good. A bit like Carlton Cole. Sometimes when he <laughs> yeah. doesn't have time to think about mm. it, he 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 can shoot and stuff. But but when he's one on one in the keeper, you would really not put your house I on him. Do miss the Carlton goal. Carlton Cole comedy goal. That, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 there was that one where where he hit the shot. And it came back off the keeper and he fell over and it hit him on yes. the way down. And I can't remember that. Was against, Actually, Antonio's yeah, uh, yeah. first goal for West Ham. Was that when, when he, he was came... lying on the floor? I think he was lying on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a kind I love of, goals like that. It was like yeah. a tribute to Carlton It was a Carlton. header, wasn't it? And he was yeah. on the floor. Yeah, yeah. It bounced yeah. off his yeah. head. I like that in a football match when a defender kind of uh, heads an absurdly <laughs> low ball. <laughs> like when penguins go on their bellies and slide on the ice. I like it when that happens. Um, I remember we speculated that... Uh, Abdullah Fai, when he played for us, he, he managed to kind of clear a header from an attacking move from the other team into the top tier. <laughs> we thought, he should head our penalties. <laughs> he should just Indeed. dive along the ground like a penguin and head the ball into the net. He's got such a powerful header. Um, there were some things to take out of the game that were good. Dan Garner was good again. It was funny that he was the first substitution, in a way. Um, I, think it, I, think, I think he faded a bit. He was... Better first half, but he didn't seem quite as involved. Second. He came Maybe off, not. He came off at half time against Huddersfield as well, didn't he? And I couldn't quite understand that. No, I thought that. I thought that Hernandez uh, had a good game. Had yeah, one of his played, best games. He played some good he, balls in. because he. It seemed like because they took a midfielder off and bought uh, Hernandez on, he seemed to have a clear idea that he has to work as hard as a midfielder. Get involved, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, because that's been. Can't that's just been, poach goals. No, yeah. though that's what you want him for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we're bad around the sort of. <laughs> that's never going to be a priority against Man City, though. No, no, up, no. Though, that's true. Yeah. But and he did work hard, and you know, had some nice touches, didn't he? Um, again, it's sort of worrying that we ended the game with ten men, didn't we? I mean, their fourth yeah. goal, yeah. Yeah. Their, Man City's fourth goal, came against ten men, and I slightly thought. There'll be a fourth, you know. We'll, we'll just we're not going to get this game back. And in they fact, it's almost apologetic when that went. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I mean, it's a three nil game, and yeah, sorry. Man. You know, the team that's three nil up yeah. is now playing against a ten man team. That yeah. that certainly didn't help. But it was also just worrying that uh, you know he limped off the pitch without having been very you know obviously clattered. Yeah. He's he's. He is a little bit held together with gaffer tape, I think. You know, yeah. sometimes that's okay. You know, Denver Bar was, wasn't he? People were going any day now. He's gonna, mm. he's gonna sort of be dropped from the team because he's injured. Never happened. And in fact, I don't think. I mean, he he played at he Chelsea. He carried on for yeah, a few yeah. more years, didn't he? Yeah. Chelsea yeah. and Newcastle, and yeah. then went out to Turkey, I think. And had his leg snapped in two uh, yeah. in a in a horror tackle, and uh, mm. so we don't know what will happen then. But uh, 
you know, it's quite possible that the that Arnautovic will keep sort of just keep playing until he retires and uh, won't be too badly affected by these injuries. But he do, it does, you know. Every time he clatters to the ground and yeah, takes a long a, time to get up. There's a sharp intake of breath yeah. as you're watching him. Out yeah. And he sort of looks at the touchline and they look yeah. at him for a long time and then he sort of reluctantly seems to carry on he with the game. He did seem to be hobbling around for quite some time, which worried me. That's such right. a committed player, player though, isn't he? If he was that bad, then you know, I preferred him to... I mean, with 3-0 down, there's, what, two, three minutes left. Yeah. Um, you know, you ain't going to affect the game. No, no, no. If it's that bad, get off and don't make it any worse. But he's so committed and also um, defenders go in very hard on him, don't yeah, they? And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not surprising that he uh, usually ends the game yeah. um, hobbling off. Hobbling off, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to just hope that it doesn't, yeah. doesn't prove to be accumulative... It, uh, I wondered about the I wondered about the formation at the beginning of the game because he went to a kind of four four two in this sort of triangle with three in front of it. It's been working very well for us, and uh, I guess it was a kind of a, a tactical sort of decision based on who you know who we were playing. Maybe four across midfield gives you just a bit more width, and your wingers uh, you know mark their their wingers. But um, I wondered whether. The fact that that sort of triangle formation has been working really well for us was an argument for sticking with it. Um, because actually, you know, the two of your front three can still sort of hug the touchline a bit. And sometimes Anderson has done that and has done that a little bit too much, I thought. Uh, he's clearly much better when he comes inside and affects the game a bit more. But I wondered whether that was a completely wise move. And also... Uh, you know, as an adjunct to that was Arthur Masaraki. Well, well, I was just going to say... Yeah. <laughs> That's been going through all our heads. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, could, you yeah. could sort of trace all three of the first half goals down to yeah. him. Although the first one was a horrible deflection, wasn't it? But he yeah. could have yeah. got a better then if he'd got If he'd got a bit closer and, yeah. and, and you know, he'd have got a decent block on it. It was, yeah, um, yeah it, it was a bad day at the office. For, oh, he I'm has afraid. strange instincts, doesn't he? He kind of... Um, you know, when 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 you're trying to stand an attacking player up, right. he he seems to actually stand too far away from them, so that he's kind of trying to sort of block them off. But but he's because he's five or six yards away from yeah. them, they've got all the space to do whatever they want to do, and it makes no difference. He sort of they make their pass. He sort of turns his back so he doesn't get it in his face. But he's basically not been enough of an obstacle. It just doesn't how have. Many, how many times did that ball go out wide to their right? And mm-hmm. you'd find him stood five yards in front of Diop or Balboa. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. He, he oh, his defensive instincts are just not that strong. I mean, you know, you, you, you often you hear fans go and get tighter to him, get tighter to him. But but in fact, skillful players, if you get tighter to them, that's exactly what they want because they turn you and, and run. So it's, so it so I think sometimes. Yeah, the armchair the, fan is wrong. But in this case, Masuaka just seems to stand in slightly the wrong place when yeah, he's standing well, at least in front of the He's getting to the same postcode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just oh, like nowhere dear. near, was he? Yeah, you, you know, you, you think, especially if you're going 4-4-2, Cresswell has more of the skill set to do the attacking part uh, as well as the defensive part. He's an old-fashioned... Well, he's quite an old-fashioned left-back. And, 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 you know, if you're 4-4-2, that's what you want. Masuaku hasn't even been doing the attacking part. No! So, you know, I've not seen him go on a decent run this season, I don't think, I mean, when he has been playing at 
that Chelsea game back. was really the standout game for him last season mm. under Moyes, uh, where he, you know, that uh, whoever their right back was, he really just had him on toast the whole game. And you could see that those were his instructions under Moyes. Moyes basically put the three fastest players in the team and said, we're going to sit back and hit them on the break. And so Masuaku, Antonio and Arnautovic were basically our one outlet. And that worked very well. We scored yeah. a goal and kept a clean sheet and thus won one nil, as maths <laughs> will, will bear out. And Masuaku was fantastic in that respect because I think he just was basically told to be, you run, you run with the ball. Run, Forrest, run. And he just doesn't do that anymore. I mean, he quite often doesn't, doesn't take a player on, I think, because he's a bit too worried about committing himself up there, there right There have flank been and, times where you think, yeah, go on then, on you go, yeah. on you go. And then he sort of, he, he, he'll sprint for sort of like 20 yards and then it's almost as if, oh, hang on a moment. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, he just stops. And, yeah, it's very weird. Very if that's weird. going to be the case, then you, 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 know, you pick Cresswell every time, don't you? Yeah, because absolutely. He, he can do both. We... Um, you know, it, it looks like a couple of players might be sort of making their way back. Carroll was on the bench. Uh, you know, the fact is we, we have been very unlucky with injuries. You know, the players that are missing, Yarmolenko, Jack Wilshire, yeah. Lanzini and Carroll, as an addition to your squad, fit versions of those four guys mm. would make us, uh, you know, quite a kind of... A decent squad. Yeah, you'd have you'd a really decent You'd even have Reid to sort of bolster. You'd have Reid and Ogbonna yeah. Yeah, yeah, bolstering um, uh, as absolutely. a sort of backup. Central defensive. At the moment, the pair we've got, you know, they're they're looking they're looking pretty good. I think Balbuena and oh yeah, 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 but but yeah, certainly. But, um, you know, anything happens to either of those two, it's it's yeah, Ogbonna, and if anything happens to both of them, then we're looking at losing out on um, what Rice gives us in the middle. Yeah, yeah, um, he's so got he's to come back. To in. Draw back so, yeah. Wasn't he outstanding first half? He was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's terrific. His passing is something else. Yeah, but and that seemed to be absolutely missing from his game. In fact, he, I sort of thought that when he first kind of came into the centre of defence in a three-man uh, centre of defence, he, he, he seemed to have pretty much Winston Reid's skill set, a good reading of the game, a fantastic reading of the game for a kind of 19-year-old uh, just brilliant at sort of marshalling his sort of central defence, even though it wasn't his job, but he just did it anyway. Um, but didn't seem a great passer of the ball, and a great distributor of the ball. This season, and in fact, that carried on to the first game of this season where he was substituted because he was so rubbish yeah. in that holding midfielder role that he now commands every week. But something went like a, you know, like a light switch with him. And uh, he's taken on this new you know, visionary passing aspect to his game that would seem to be exactly what he couldn't do. It's not only that, though. It's, uh, he'll receive the ball under pressure or win the ball and see a see a colleague from the corner of his eye and be able to lay it off perfectly with the perfect weight and the perfect mm-hmm. pace. Well, the difference, I think, between, the, you know, the, the performance that, that so shamed him that he, he, was, he was taken off and latter performances is that triangle shape with Obiang yes. and Noble. He has and more him. options available to him. I think that little unit of three players is pretty much instructed to work together as a unit and constantly move for each other. Also, I thought Obiang was very good on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had a good game. Also, again, um, it's a bit unfair to, to, to hold that first game up as any sort of example because, um, as you poor, say, it, we, A, we were poor, B, it was Liverpool, C, it was... Effectively, it looked like um, eleven players, none of whom had really played together no, before. No. 
Uh, I think the boss didn't know his best team, and he's no. he's kind of alighted on what his preferred starting lineup, yeah. and it's it's reasonably settled injuries. Yeah, uh, I know, mean, yeah, and um, it, it, it's. I think it was. Partly, yeah. I mean, obviously, he had a bad game. We all did that that, that day, even supporters, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah. um, you know, it was um, it's a case. Now, A, he knows what he's going to do, and B, he's got an outlet. He's got, he can spot these <clears> things. He know, now knows where somebody's going to be, where <laughs> yeah. you know, he's playing alongside. Oh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it was out there that day, I can't remember. But, you know, somebody didn't know. And yeah, yeah. Didn't know well, where we they were going to a... be and, and didn't know him and we they didn't probably, know the runs to make. So. We were probably playing 4-4-2, weren't we? Because he didn't, he sort of... Um, yeah, um, Sometimes it looked like naught, naught, naught. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the sort of triangle formation and the introduction of Yarmolenko was the sort of revolution up at that, up away at Everton. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it looked like a new team. And yeah, I mean, this, the, I mean the, the format with that sort of... Um, you know, one and two in front of them and then three up front, I think works quite well for us. And also what's, what's good is that the players coming in would have almost pre-assigned roles in that sort of uh, format. In fact, you know, there's a, there's a couple of players that could play in both, either up front or in that triangle. Snodgrass is one of those. And I think Lanzini as well. Uh, and God, it'd be amazing if some sort of fit version of him came back into the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always find with, with with him when he has been injured, and he's he's had a few injuries. When he's come back, it, it's, even though he's sort of um, nominally fit, it's always taken him yeah. three or four games to get yeah. used to, to, to match fit. Then he gets injured again. Yeah, then he gets injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shortest player I think I've ever been tiddler. in the company. He's, he's a tiddler. I photograph him with my little brother and. Um, and my little brother Jeff, who's um, not the tallest of people, no. he's, he's almost towering over him. Yeah. We'll uh, take a little break now and uh, look forward to the three games coming up. Stop Hammer Time is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale, the Stop Hammer Time Beer of the Month. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Um, yes. Where were we? Where were we? The um, game's coming up, I think. <clears throat> yeah. We've got, uh, we, we've got a, there's a, there's a run of games uh, up to and including sort of Christmas and the New Year that, that, that uh, we would hope to get quite a haul of points from. And... Uh, I think between now and the end of January, there's only Arsenal. Isn't there out of the top six? Yeah, and uh, we 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 have to do that. There's uh, we've done quite a lot of uh, very good performance, but we've lost it nil one, you know, or we've got a draw instead of a win, you know, Huddersfield and Leicester. Um, uh, Spurs, Spurs, we lost nil one, didn't we? And uh, and. You know, you can you can keep that. You start getting into too good to go down territory, and then we do go down. Um, you know, Bournemouth was 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 a, a, a good ship steadier because we we played as well as we can play and beat a team. You know, sorry, Burnley. Burnley. Did I Bournemouth? Yeah, Burnley, yeah, sorry, yeah. Burnley. Uh, you know, we yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. wandering around Surfmore looking for the beach. So we had a tiny man main song there. Um, a little bit of main time in your mic being fixed, Gordon. Okay. Unless that was you, unless you were doing some 
Tuvan throat singing or possible didgeridoo impression. Uh, oh. Did say your voice was on the way out. It did. Mm. I've been speaking mm. after half the afternoon to a work client. So. Uh, am I am I back? Am I you're, back no, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. You you were accompanied by a, a low sort of synthesizer sound oh, of, right. uh, of an electric kind of humming, which given how much you like prog rock, mm. Gordon's a huge fan of prog rock, like um, Steve Davis. Steve mm. Davis, big prog rock fan. Danny Baker. Danny Baker is uh, yeah. He's, Al Murray. He, he likes a lot of music. Al Murray likes quite prog. a few people like yeah. prog rock. Uh, I occasionally play in a band with Al Murray. There you go. Uh, Jewish heavy metal band Guns and Moses. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> he is uh, he is Ariel Bombardment. Uh, <laughs> the singer Dave Cohen is <laughs> Axel Rosenberg. <laughs> That's the funniest one for me. Uh, our guitarist is Tel Aviv, and I am. Uh, a uh, former boy band member, Rabbi Williams. <laughs> um, yeah. There you go. He's a very good drummer. How am I? Very good drummer. Um, Newcastle. Welcome to Stop Hammer Time, the uh, <laughs> prog, show prog Rock <laughs> podcast. Prog Rock, your go-to place for prog rock Jewish parody <laughs> band names. <laughs> After the break, King Crimson, which is the best album. Um, red. Yeah, so we, we really, yeah, I, th- I like Red. Um Oh, I want to talk about King Crimson. Uh, no. All right. So, um, yeah, but this is a run that we, w- we would really want kind of a po- points for from this. I'm slightly alarmed that kind of uh, uh, on out of it seems to be a slightly potentially crocked player, but let's hope he's patched up and sent out on the pitch with as many pain-killing injections as he's legally allowed to have. As we As we anticipated and as nearly always happens, we've... You look at these fixtures a couple of weeks ago and you'd be licking your lips and now you've got a situation where Newcastle have won three of the last yeah. five, is it? Huddersfield, two games, Huddersf- you know. Yeah, and um, Fulham have brought Ranieri in. Yeah. So uh, we've got that to contend with. Absolutely. You know, we... we uh, Southampton are bound to sack Hughes before Boxing Day, aren't they? Feels like it, doesn't it? It's it feels happen. like his his time is, is up. Um, yeah. Absolutely, the the you know, and we always knew this that the, the the teams that so early in the season you go, oh, those three will probably there's there's three teams worse than yeah, us. They're down ready, and then you think all yeah, of those not. teams will eventually start playing and putting together a little. Huddersfield only four points behind us now, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, less than that. yeah, yeah. Mm. Cardiff is possibly you know one of the only ones that feels like they. they, they Burnley are actually having it. a bit of a poor. They are having a tough time. Yeah, yeah, but um, goalkeeper. goalkeeper. But you know, Carroll coming back is sort of that's useful. Wilshire has been sort of training. Uh, I sort of thought he was sort of kind of slightly hard done by by the fact that he sort of wasn't very good in those first four fixtures that we lost, and then got but injured. Yeah, then got <laughs> injured. But that sort of you know, again that that Obiang, Noble, and uh, Rice, he could fit in. You know, come off the bench in either in any of well, probably not the Rice role, but any of those forward two roles and do quite a good job in fact you know the the, the upgrade on Noble that without sentiment and the fact that we all love Mark Noble seem, might be on the cards five years younger skillful player yeah. good similar to Noble but perhaps a slight upgrade um, Noble wasn't injured on uh, wasn't suspended on, was on the bench. no no he was, back, he was, he was on, the bench. on the bench yeah. wasn't he yeah. okay. um, Snodgrass was suspended because it was because ah. he was going that, that would be a, someone useful to kind of come off the bench yeah. but uh, he was just not there and I I, with Wilshire it's, it's one of those cases when you go back to that um, uh, promotion season that we had under Pardew where the injuries in a perverse way kind of did us a favour because um, yeah. we sort of alighted on the Anton and Elliot 
yeah. centre-half partnership, yeah. which, um, which must have been about the dozen, dozen partnership we tried yeah. in the back Transformative, four, wasn't it? And, and it worked. And, um, yeah, and that, was, that was purely needs must because you know, they were the only two people yeah. who could play centre-half we had left. Yeah. And um, I think that the injuries we had earlier on after those first four games... Um, we you know, we alighted on that that team that beat Everton, and it's yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's that's the one. The injury to Sanchez cemented Rice in uh, yeah, that, that, indeed, that yeah. in yeah. front of the back four. Yeah. That was the kind of key, I think. Yeah, because so, yeah. he was sort of all right, Sanchez. I thought people slightly have consigned him historically to being a bit shit, but I sort of thought he looked all right for us. Yeah. Uh, and if he you know makes his way back to fitness, he, if Rice gets injured, that would be could end understand. of season job with that one. I think so. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. Um, we're going to have a cracking team next season <laughs> you'd, yeah you'd hope if so. I had a pound for every time <laughs> yeah so I mean there have been no there have been very few disastrous performances this season we look, we, we're, we're looking like an okay outfit and some of these games that we narrowly lose uh, we're, we, we're, we seem okay and then we're putting in a sort of decent performance so you, we're really hoping for a points haul from these games uh, Cardiff at home, you'd sort of think we mm-hmm. must get something it's got from to that. Be, isn't yeah, it? that's got to be. Newcastle away, you know, it's a tough place to go, but, um, you know. I think, I think that would be a point rather than three. Yeah. yeah. Um, if we, and it would be good if it was. I yeah, think. I'd yeah. Be, yeah, I'd be, yeah. Absolutely. I'd be they, 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 I mean, they're, they're a bit cock hoop at the moment. Uh, yeah, I know it was only Burnley. Mm-hmm. And um, they could have actually dropped a couple of points. Who else did they beat? Uh, mm. Bournemouth and Watford, I think, was it? Yeah. Um, so not, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, Last night, um, the, the Burnley game. I mean, they, they kind of bossed that, but then still could have thrown away two points at the end. There was a, mm. a header, which was virtually the last touch of the game. Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They could have, um, yeah, they could have lost there. So, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I will be indulging in the traditional pre-match um, uh, ale or two with my Geordie mates, um, and unlike traditional um, arguments between. Uh, supporters, ours will be no, no. We're worse than you, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got worse owners than you. No, you haven't. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they hate him, don't they? Yeah. they hate him. <laughs> I would like to point out um, to any of my Geordie mates that, that Ashley from High Wickham is not a Cockney any more no. than you lot of Mackhams. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and Sunderland's only fifteen miles from Newcastle, as opposed mm. to thirty odd from High Wickham. Yeah, yeah. To London, yeah. so to so there. <laughs> uh, and and uh, and then it's a uh, palace on the Saturday. Um, we'll have probably done we'll have done one of these before that, but uh, it's conceivable we probably won't uh, do a podcast uh, the night we play Cardiff. So <laughs> yeah. we've got two games to sort of probably. <laughs> Sorry, talk I'm busy about that it. night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll do the podcast as always. Yeah. Um, I think we were doing one when we beat Manchester City in the uh, in the. Coca-Cola Cup and Spectre scored, you know, in the snow. I think we were That was here. Man United, the 4-0. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, sorry, yeah. so City. Yeah, United. Yeah. I think we were here. I think oh, we were I'll doing just... one when that happened. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I would have loved to be in that game. It was shitty weather, wasn't it? <laughs> it was God, spectacular. It was I think we were here doing one. Um, so, let's do, maybe, should we do predictions for uh, Newcastle? Well, it, it, as you were saying, Gordon... Um, it is usually a, a competition between me and my Newcastle supporting friends. You know, you're going to turn us over. No, you're going to turn us over. <laughs> and usually they turn us over. So I can't see any other outcome than 2-1 defeat. Ooh. Ooh. Gordon? Um, 
<laughs> I'll have the same conversation with my uh, my good mate, Mr. David Craggs, who will probably give this a listen now. He's got a name check, and um, I don't know. I think it'd be. I think I think a draw is on the cards, and I think it'd be one all. One all. Yeah. yeah. I would have that normally, but I'm not allowed. So no. I'm going to say. I'm going to say two three. Ooh. I'm going to say two Ooh, three. Controversial. Yeah, I'm going to say we win. <laughs> I'm going to say we win. We win it. Three two. Um, yeah. So right, we, we, let's do a Cardiff one because we, we won't have done one of these before. It so this will be our predictions. So mm. you know they're um, they're. He is always, you know. <laughs> I can't. F- I you're, can't. You're referring fault. to Colin, yeah. our friend Colin. Yeah. Colin is always. I can't fault the lads. We put in a fantastic <laughs> performance. It's a yeah. wonderful bunch of team. It's a fantastic. But you're sort of going, mm, yeah, not great though, are you? Um, you'd hope we've got to under the lights, you know. Two nil. Two nil. Three one. Three one. Yeah, and the fact that it's him, I just, I, yeah, I just so because as, you, as you're aware, I attend the post-match press conferences. Yes, and um, <laughs> the prospect of sitting in on one that he's in a game that he's lost is one that um, I, I look forward to. Yeah, absolutely, um, greatly. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, we used to. We were talking about this at the weekend. You know, certainly Jim and I had a soft spot for uh, Sheffield United uh, until the whole Tevez affair, and now I despise anything to do with them. Uh, Sean Bean, yeah. um, nice. cut, cutlery. I won't use <laughs> yeah. cutlery anymore. I now eat with my hands. They spent that twenty-five, thirty million, whatever it was. Well, didn't getting they? worse. Yeah, they yeah, spent yeah. it on. Yeah. Some form of talent <laughs> suction machine, <laughs> and, the, and the fact is they've got they've got the, the various people involved in the ownership. There's a civil war going on yes. between them. Good, and, um, good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them, <laughs> fuck them, and fuck Warnock. <laughs> and also, he has, he's been on a bit of a charm offensive towards West Ham just recently, though, hasn't he? He's, he? been, he's been saying oh, nice things about us. Yeah, there's some but, uh, shitty ah, reason for that. Yeah, Dave Whelan as well. Oh, yeah. Did you know he broke his leg playing in the cup final? Yes, yeah, yes, I heard something. And did you know uh, David Gold was born at 442 Green yeah. Street? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hence Never. the 442 formation that yeah, uh, Pellegrini does. Um, I've got to predict, haven't I? Um, I don't think they'll score many. So if they score one, oh, you've had 3 1, you've had 2 0. Yeah. Go 2-1. 2-1. We'll win 2-1. Yeah. All right. Um, that's about it. Any other business, gentlemen? Bobby Moore, sp- sports, oh, yes. pan- sports personality of the... Um, the greatest yeah. sports personality, Ever. yes. And that's, and, that's um, very good, isn't that, it? That, that's an excellent piece of news. And um, yeah. I was hoping that we could get to vote for Southampton's Ali Deer, um, just for comedy <laughs> effect. <laughs> and, um, the man who conned his way into a game of Southampton. Yes. And, um, um, George um, Weyer's cousin. Not cousin, yeah. as it turns out. <laughs> not be. cousin yeah, of George yeah. Weyer. And, yeah, um, yeah. But um, we didn't get the chance to vote for him. No. And, um, yeah, and, um, yeah. Well done on Manchester City's owners in celebrating their 4-0 win by releasing a hapless student from his life sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, that was a... That was a yeah. Surely good of them, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I'd like to see uh, uh, Neil Ruddock and uh, Ian Wright doing some kind of key-in-a-lock jail opening <laughs> goal celebration <laughs> <laughs> to, to sort of reenact that. 
I, or someone being dissolved in a vat of acid. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. Do you, some, how do you mind somebody that? being dismembered, <laughs> dismembered and melted in a bath yeah. in the Turkish Embassy? Oh, um, how we would laugh! Yes, yeah. You don't really see those kind of heavily rehearsed goal celebrations anymore. The Fulham yeah. player that had a mask in his sock yeah. in preparation for if he happened to score a goal. I wonder how long he had that in his sock for <laughs> games that was in his sock. Uh, extraordinary. Yeah. Um, I don't like that sort of thing, I'll be honest. No, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I hate that. Uh, I was really angered um, that um, Sturridge did his sort of weird, you know, lock and pop, hip-hop dance move when he scored for England. I was like, mm. that's... So right. disrespectful. It's making about you rather than oh, your country. It, it wasn't him miming the passing of a betting slip to a bookies then. It, that's what Ooh, it might be. It's very right. difficult. Mime... Allegedly. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. cover the backside. Though. Mime is a complex <laughs> and difficult thing to do. And, uh, and, and often conveying the message you want in just mime is very hard. Um, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, trust me. Trust me, Gordon. It is. Anyway. Uh, podcast this... wouldn't be very good in mime, would it? No, yeah. no. No. Actually, it might uh, be improvement <laughs> this one this one this one would be hugely yeah, improved by mime uh my name is phil whelans this has been stop hammer time with me have been rob banks i'm miming goodbye good and gordon thrower and i'm saying goodbye thank you very much put your clothes back on <laughs> come on you irons this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com stop hammer time is backed for this season by ladbrooks Sports Social Podcast Network Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse With family, cannolis and spins mean everything Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.